Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. You're listening to Achtung Rule. Broadcasting from the beautiful South Birmingham. Accept no substitute. Huge welcome to the post-match Acton Millwall. My guest tonight is show stalwart, show regular, Michael Avery. Welcome to the show, Michael. Good evening or good afternoon, listeners, depending when you're listening to this. Uh, yes, and unfortunately, down to my last three bottle of, bottles of Husky. <laughs> the Duke of Wellington, Michael, once said about the Battle of Waterloo, it was a close-run thing. That felt like a close-run thing up there at Hull City today. What did you make of the performance? I thought we, we started well in the first half, but really under the cosh, uh, unnecessarily so in the second half for long periods. No, no, um, I agree entirely. I, I think in the opening sort of 10 to 15 minutes, uh, besides the goal, even taking that aside, it was more entertaining and a lot more pressure and a lot more chances than the combined 90 minutes before against Middlesbrough. Um, you know, Ryan Leonard with an apt What a finish that was. What a goal. What, what a goal. Yeah. Um, took my breath away when I saw it on, on the iFollow. Um, what a shot. And we kind of needed that spark, Michael, didn't we? Because, you know, we, we've had no luck. We're not trying to... I don't remember that many in the way, much in the way of shots on goal. But if you're going to make a start, that's the way to do it, isn't it? What a, what a hit. What a strike. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's probably the furthest Leonard's kicked it since, he's ever, since he's been here. You know, um, <laughs> but, you know it, it was a great goal. And I mean, I mean, we said I'll say it half tongue in cheek here. But I mean, if, if, if Billy Mitchell's finishing was more like um, the midfielder, Billy Mitchell, or not Billy Mitchell from EastEnders, it would have been 2-0 in 10 minutes. But, you know, it, it, seemed, it seemed like we was... You know, we we was onto something good, but then as you say, there there really didn't seem to be a lot more after that, did there? Um, I mean, until until the end of the half, um, when when Leonard had another go. But yeah, it was it was a bit stop start off hand at times. Well, I mean, there were as many chances for Hull City in the first half, at least, as, as there were for us. I mean, you're right about Billy Mitchell, league debut today, which is great to see for Billy. I, I thought he acquitted himself. Well, overall, given the uh, given the circumstances, um, and it would have been a dream, absolute dream for him to uh, to have taken that chance um, on the tenth minute. I've got Mitchell shoots over after a nice break down the left. We we combined well down that left side. I thought Mason Bennett and Ferguson again in the first half looked looked really nippy, really worked well as, as a twosome going down that that left side. Yeah, no, I agree. Uh, yeah, in, entirely. Bennett, Bennett was a handful. And halfway through the first half, I, I, I said to 
said to my boy that was watching the game that, you know, we should we should try to, you know, try even harder to keep hold of him more than we're doing at the moment. Ferguson, uh, you know, I've, I've said the other day that he's he's probably technically the most gifted player in the side for actual ability. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I know he doesn't make the game flow as he doesn't make the game flow as well as Jed does on the other wing. Um, but no, I think you're right that they combined combined together superbly. Billy Mitchell. I think I think if if this was say like he he was a regular in the side like Ben Thompson or it was like a twentieth game or twenty fifth game, you yeah. would be critical of the miss. But maybe maybe where it was his first league start, he got a bit ahead of himself. But no, I thought yeah, Mitchell played all right. He he had a good game. Yeah, very very good on that left hand side. I mean, I've got chances for the Lions, as we've said. Chances for whole city. I mean, it, we we were very open, especially in the first. Uh, quarter. I know. No, I know we don't like the the water breaks, but it creates a kind of a quartered um, format for the game. But I thought, especially in that first part of the of the first half, we were as open as um, as we've been for a long time. I, it didn't feel comfortable at times because a couple of good chances for Hull City, which thankfully, you know, we talk about our finishing, Michael, but um, better finishing by them would have given us a very different outcome today because they, they had some good moments um, early on, at least. No, absolutely, and uh, I'm agreeing with everything you're saying here at the moment. But I mean, we'll touch on it when we talk about more about the second half as well. But but remember, there, there was a time in the 85th minute where, if, if I think his name was Lewis Potter, if he didn't sort of scuff it, it would have been one all. Um, and we say about the defence being shaky. If you watch that again, the ball does bounce around a little bit, but he does have time to sort of watch that come down. If you watch Hutchinson, he's not ready to make the block for the, for that later one. But I, I agree, and we just said it literally before we started recording that you know this was this was in the last 17 games Hull has had, they've lost 13 and they've been by some quite convincing uh, defeats. So yeah. I believe yeah. there was like a four or five where they lost to Stoke, and and the fact that we've we've scraped to one nil, it's a win. It puts us back in contention with that top six that nobody seems to want to take at the moment but again let's be honest if it's, it's what we said about our shortfallings if, if we do make sure if we do make that top six and perform like we did today I don't think we'll, we'll progress any further no I mean a better side would have taken at least one or two of those chances that Hull created they, they didn't look anything brilliant but they they they, they were clearly hungry for um, a goal a draw a result anything that they could get out of the game and you know we, we tightened it up towards the end of the first half and then we seem to go into our shell in the second half, Michael. I, I, I just thought that we looked at our best, um, our most dangerous, when we did get the ball forward at pace. Maybe Bennett and, and Ferguson tired as, as, the, as the thing went along. But um, we didn't seem to have any of that spring in our step in the second half, did we? We, looked, we gave them large amounts of possession and, and kind of sat back a little bit. And I just almost invited them yeah. on a little bit, which is always dangerous. Yeah, from yeah. Side. exactly. Exactly, and and, and I, I believe Carl Bates said it on the commentary earlier on about the uh, the ball, like Mill just couldn't get the ball out, or or we couldn't get the ball out of our sort of uh, yeah. sort of out yeah. of half. To, towards, I think the last sort of twenty minutes, especially, it was very much like half clearances and desperation clearances, where you think, well, if you actually had the time to put your foot on the ball and, and look up a bit more rather than panic defending, we could actually sort of be a bit more comfortable, but. But I just thought we was under the cosh, as you say, and and I I, I think we, we we were playing as if we had more of a desperation than than they did, if you will. That they that we weren't the ones 
who were pushing for the tops, and we were the ones who were in the relegation zone the way we were defending at times. But if I could, I wouldn't mind touching on the referee as well, because I thought it weren't a great game for the ref today. No, but how many times have we saying that? How many times have we saying this, Michael? I mean, I'd agree. I thought it was very poor. He let challenges go, um, fouls go past that you think, well, what is he not seeing there? But I mean, you could have said that about a number of officials really since uh, Mm. before before the the virus and then in the restart. Um, Great chance just after after the second half. Great chance for Tom Bradshaw to get that uh, piano off his back and get a goal when he fired over. Um, We've created a lot more chances today than... You know, we've, we've we've taken a great goal with with Ryan Leonard, but that's a that's a kind of a spectacle goal. We, we the chances we're working are not being taken, and that's that's going to have to be addressed at some point during whatever close season we we have. Because I don't think the the front line is clearly not 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 clicking, not taking the chances that we're we're working very very hard for. No, no, agreed. And I mean, with with this one here, I, I made a note. Uh, I made a note halfway through the second half. So I wrote here: chances created. So the Leonard goal, the Mitchell miss, the Leonard miss that was cut back. There was a header wide of goal, which I believe was from a corner or a free kick. Yeah. Uh, Bradshaw had that near post flick that that just went over as well. And and as I say here, we we we're just not clinical enough. And and this goes back to what I was saying earlier on before. Teams like Hull, you know, they they they're notoriously poor. Everyone's saying about how they've been dropping like a stone and they've been saying how they're one of the favourites for a relegation. You know, I know the Wigan scenario now makes it a bit more open for those last two places. And, you know, there's a bit more safety with teams who could have been condemned. But, you know, just from a rough count there, what's that? That's one, two, three, four, five, five, at least five um, decent chances. Yeah. And, and a yeah. conversion rate of one in five against the team in the bottom four really, yeah. really, as you say, needs looking at. I mean, it sums up the problem. I mean, it was it was a tense old finish. There was a um, about five minutes from the end. There's a scuffed shot where the whole um, forward didn't seem to get a hold of it in front of goal, and um, it caused caused me a momentary heart flutter. Uh, but thankfully, he didn't get hold of it properly. It ran. I think Bart might have batted it away. Um, but they 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 certainly will feel that they should have got something out of the game today because we just allowed them so much so much possession. I mean, I. I I think it's one of those games where you've got to look at the result more than the performance at times, especially in that second period. But I'm just looking at the table now, Michael, and we're just two points behind Cardiff City in sixth spot now. And there's Preston and Swansea, I think, play tomorrow on 60. Preston's on 62, Swansea on, on 63. I mean, all we can do, whether it's scuffed or played with beauty as we we, we started to today, it's just get the, it's, it's about winning now, isn't it? However it's done, wherever the goals are going in, um, it's taking these chances as they arise, really. The performance comes second. Mm. No, no, exactly, exactly. And and like, like we just said at the start of the call, I think unless you're in those Brentford and Fulham places and you, you're chasing down those top two and you think with, there might be a chance of sneaking in, nobody seems to want those sort of fifth and sixth places because... You know, you could go, you could do well over these next three games. I'm looking at uh, Mill, Preston, and Swansea here. You have a good run over those next three games, and Forest pick up a drop, a couple of draws. Forest could sort of drop towards that sixth and seventh place as well. So it's it's definitely up for grabs. And and as you say about looking at the result, I said at the end of the game, I I, I mentioned it to my dad. Funny enough, let's not forget if we want to put a positive slant on it. It was a couple of years ago when when George Savile scored. I believe was it when we won one nil up there in the midweek. Um, you know, we, 
that that was the first, you know, Hull was always a place that Mill struggled to get an away result at. So, you know, a 1-0 away and puts us back in touching distance of promotion to the Premier League. If you look at it that way, it's not the worst result in the world. But no. it, as you say, it's the performance that needs sharpening up. Every game is big. Now we've got another big game Tuesday night at home to Blackburn. Um, we, we have nowhere to go other than to try and get three points there. So I expect, um, at least for some phase of the game, another open performance. I mean, I think the thing to th- to say about open football, is, as we started with today, is that it can create chances, but you can give them, give them away at the other end. So um, fingers crossed for Tuesday night, Michael. No, no, you're right. And I mean, they, they had a good result today, didn't they? They're yeah, just uh, a couple of points behind us. Yeah. Yeah, I know it's a, I know it's a home draw, but when when you're uh, when you're drawing at home with um, a team arguably who may win the league, but they've they've got some good players, haven't they? They've got Johnson, Downing, um, yeah, yeah, Graham, Armstrong, who yeah. always Armstrong always seems to find the goal against us. So it's going to be a to ask, but 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 typical Millwall, like like Harry said it a couple of weeks ago, didn't he? When we were playing poor against Barnsley and. Uh, Swansea, he said, you know, we'll beat Charlton and be back in it. You know, we, we have had a disappointing performance against Hull. Um, you know, we might bounce on and actually get a decent, you know, I, I, I could see us get maybe like a 2-0 home win against Blackburn. Not not from that performance we just saw, but the way we tend to perform against the uh, sides around us in the top, top half of the table. Well, there was enough in today's performance to justify us thinking in terms of winning that game on Tuesday night. On a different day, chances would have go in. I mean, there was a header I remember from Hutchinson, I think, that went narrowly wide. And on another day, that would have gone narrowly in. And, you know, at some point, Tom Bradshaw, if he if he, if he keeps the movement going that he showed today, then he will get chances and he will take one. And, you know, we, we are now coming down to this level where we only need one or two and hopefully keep them out of the other end. And... The roller coaster ride continues. Who are you going to pick for your man of the match today, Michael? Who would you choose? Um, I think I'll probably go with Ferguson. I, I liked him today. I liked him. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, it, it, a toss the coin between Ferguson and Bennett, as we said earlier on, but I think I'll probably lean more towards Ferguson. I think he had a good game, and there was times, uh, you know, when the ball went out for a, that he was still in the whole city players' faces, and you want to see that. I mean, you don't want to see someone like going no. up to someone and like getting booked, but you do want to see that little bit of fight, that little bit of aggression. So, no, I thought it was good to see. He, I thought he played quite well. He, yeah, um, I agree. Good call. Mm-hmm. Mentions and dispatches for Shane Ferguson, Mason Bennett, who I think looked good, um, certainly in the first period today. Um, mm-hmm. I, 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 on, my, on my little thing I put on Twitter, I, I, I called it between Ryan Woods or Jed. I thought Jed looked quite attractive today. But I'm going to go with Ryan Woods because I, I, I want to, I want to praise our team and it's nice to see somebody, as I think the chaps on the TV commentary said, who showed a bit of calmness on the ball and actually can pick a pass, which is which is mm-hmm. Ryan's um, great, great attribute. So I'm going to go with Ryan Woods um, and uh, mention in dispatches for Jed as well. Um, yeah. I, I think onwards to Tuesday night then. Um, big thank you to Michael Avery for taking time out of your evening, mate. It's, it's always quite fast and furious doing these post-match shows. You have no time, listeners, to really collect your thoughts. And you're just kind of, it's an outpouring of, um, like a stream of consciousness, as I, as, I, as I sometimes put it in the statement. It's quite a strange thing to do, Michael. And I don't know how you find it, but it's you're kind of almost com- composing it in your head as, you, as you're going along without any prep. Well, I try to do the sort of Mark Lawrence and old match of the day where I'm a bit calm, 
not sure what I want to say, but I'm trying to put it across properly. But as we all know with Mark Lawrence, and he ended up getting sacked or he left, didn't he? So, um, it's so miserable. I, I hope that doesn't happen for me. Yeah. Miserable, miserable, miserable man. Big thank you to Michael Avery for taking time out your evening, mate. Much appreciated. No problem at all. You're listening to Achtel Normal. Well, I said it wasn't mathematically over, and it isn't. We have to play better than what we did in the second half. But we took our luck, what we got. Leonard scores a fantastic goal. We win. That's all that matters, really. Woods played well. Um, best performance in a Millwall shirt by Miles. Not only the artistry, but a little bit of bollock shown. Other than that, we're piss poor weak from the bench, but we know that. But we got over the line. That's all that matters. <sighs> Big game in the week. Two points. It's a mini league. Two points in three games. Anything's possible. Keep believing and maybe it will happen. I mean, if we get into the playoffs... We're not in great form, but this is the thing with Millwall. We are licorice all sorts. We're either, we're not one thing, we're not another thing. We're not a great side, but we're not a bad side. On our day, we can beat anyone. Let's just hope we have five more days of our own, three games in the uh, regular season, two games in playoff legs and one game in the final left in us this season. I mean, if we did go up, it would be the biggest shithousery of all time, but there we go. Come on, you lines. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrowcom slash ACAST. That's burrowcom slash ACAST. burrowcom slash ACAST. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. You're listening to Achtel Normal. Huge thank you to Michael Avery and the chaps for their voicemails there, dear listeners. I'm just reviewing one or two of the uh, the, the tweets and the and the WhatsApp messages that uh, that have been sent to me. Dave Collins, one of one of our now regular contributors, uh, is, is bring it to my attention that he said seventy points would be good enough for a, a playoff spot. Um, fingers crossed. The the roller coaster ride is back on, Dave. I think we've um, you know we fell off it a little bit earlier on. Probably a health and safety in, investigation took place, but now we're very much back on 
a rock and roll roller coaster ride. Jake Sanders, journalist Jake, bets that Gary Rowett probably wishes Mill could play all of their remaining games away from the den. Um, I think you're probably right there, Jake. Um, strange, strange parallel world at the moment, dear listeners, of no home and no aways. It's a very weird time, but there we are. We have to work within it. JP Millwall says, solid performance for 95% of that. Think Jed's need, Jed needs resting, says JP, but hard not to play him at such a vital time. Two points off playoffs, my heart can't take it, says JP. Jane Jacobs mentions my favourite player, Skalak who came into the game. I wanted him. I so much wanted Jerry Scalak to come in and make a difference this afternoon, listeners, almost in a sadomasochistic way. I don't know. I, I don't, this probably sounds a bit odd um, because I wanted, you know, you, you want you want me all to win and I wanted the the scathing uh, views and opinions that we've all made about Jerry Scalak to be ran back down my throat, so to speak. Um, unfortunately, not so much this afternoon, but anyway, there we are. Um, Carl Bates, big shout out to Carl Bates. Great commentary this afternoon, Carl. I thought that was a really um, a good performance by you and Billy. Um, showing, put a little video showing Alex Pierce applauding the fans in inverted commas at, at, at full time. No fans in the house, of course. What a goal, says Mill halfway line. Then a meal. That's not real. And Jake Sarge just showing the replay. It was some, some goal. Uh, Mickey Modern doesn't care that we were poor. Jed might as well be on Hole's side. Oh, that's, that's harsh, Mickey. But Magic Leonard, <laughs> Magic Leonard, shuts the mouths up of the mill boo boys. Three huge points. Strap yourselves in. It's going to go down to the wire. Come on, you lions. Asia Smith says, clean sheet and three points in the bag. There's a buzz around the den. This is Millwall. Says two points off the playoffs. Playoffs again. It's the hope. That kills you, says this is Millwall. That's that's very true. Lions TV says that's more like it. What a great time to turn up. His videos are out soon. And finally, and finally, big win for the boys, says Aidan O'Brien. And finally, Grumpy Grimace responds to my post, my little um, sound file. Tell me what you think of those sound files, if you like them or not. It's a new thing that Twitter's doing. But he responds with the um, Princess Leia from Star Wars, mouthing hope. Hope? Where's hope? To Tuesday night, at least. Hope you enjoyed the show, dear listeners. Arrivederci, Millwall. See you Tuesday. Thank you for listening to Aston Millwall. If you enjoyed the show, please head over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a cheeky little review. Arrivederci, Millwall. Till next time. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. 
Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.